Okay, everybody, welcome back to another edition of Nobody Likes Recruiters. This is a podcast for you if you're looking to ace your recruitment game, um, if you're in the business of looking for the most outstanding candidates that can make your business better. Uh, it's a podcast put out by Logic Resourcing. Lee and Steve here have been in the game for a long, long time. They know everything about this and they run an agency that they... You, you kind of say that you're like, you do things a little bit differently, but that is, just before we go on to the topic of today's show, um, that is something that like all recruitment agencies say isn't it? Like, we do things differently, but you guys generally do things do differently, don't they you? They say they genuinely do things differently. <laughs> yeah. Okay, <laughs> you guys genuinely, 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 genuinely do Because you do, don't you? Well, we don't know how a recruitment agency operates, do we, aside from logic resourcing. Like, our background was all internal. Never worked a day in a recruitment agency. Aside from dealing with agencies, we, you know, we, we've kind of pieced together this and made our processes all aligned to what we used to know from internal recruitment. So, yeah. from that perspective... Yeah. Well, uh, there aren't too many recruitment agencies out there with a podcast, so um, if you enjoy this episode, make sure to like, share, subscribe, do all those good things, leave us a review, and if you are looking for help with your recruitment as well, the boys are the people to go to. In this episode, we're going to be talking about um, why it's not advantageous to use multiple recruitment agencies at once, because I get it, it's very tempting, there's lots of them out there, and whenever you say you need a position filling, I, I imagine you know they're, they're on you. How does that, just quickly before we go into that though, how does that work? Like how do agencies find out that you're looking for a role if you don't go to them directly? Or is it if, if, a, if a company just puts something, say, on Indeed, then all of yeah. a sudden they get like recruitment agencies speaking to them? How does that work? I don't know what you're on about there. You don't know that question? No, I have no idea. I think he says... How do they find out like that you've got a role if you don't tell them? What, a recruitment? Another agency? If you're a business owner... Yeah. No, no. Okay. You want... So I'm a business, I run, I make... Um, Doesn't matter what you do, yeah. just go on. Just think oh, about okay, it. Okay, fine. I make Russell's burgers, that's right. like back to the last uh, episode. I make burgers, right, and yeah. I want someone to come and uh, serve the burgers for me. <laughs> right. How do you find out that I've got that role available if I don't tell you? Do you know what I mean? How do you as a recruitment agency yeah. come to me and say, we'll help you with this role? A lot of businesses, I mean, it depends, you can do your outbound, like you said, you could look at what adverts people are posting out there and then kind of hit, it, hit them up. Yeah. say we can get you somebody but half the time you know they come to they you, come to you okay, and ask cool. well, the people listening to this will probably know that, that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the people who listen to this will probably know that and they probably don't sell Russell <laughs> yeah. um, none of us work for Russell's by the way they don't spot, spot sponsor this podcast <laughs> right so multiple agencies out there you, uh, uh, somebody who's looking for a candidate thinks I'm just going to get <clears> this <throat> company to do it for me this company to do it and then we'll see what they come back with Wiley is that not the right thing to do? Because it seems intuitively like a sensible exactly. thing to do. Yeah, and that's what I would say. First of all, it seems, you know, I want my role filled as soon as possible. Uh, the best way to give me exposure to all these candidates that are out there, supposedly on the market, would be to go out to three or four different agencies because all agencies have different pools of candidates, so they'll tell you. Mm. Um, and, you know, the best way to film a vacancy as quick as possible is to go out to loads of different agencies when actually that really isn't the case yeah. do you think it's a bit of a mentality thing though like you know like they think they're creating competition or creating you know some sense of something to make yeah. everyone want to rush to it and actually what other industry do you do you tend to do it you know you don't engage multiple builders to do the same role or anything yeah. like that if i, I wanted think... a pen i wouldn't go out to two companies whoever can get me the pen made first i'll pay yeah but i think that's the kind of the notion is <laughs> i know it's not the greatest analogy i think the notion is for a um <laughs> for a businesses, they just want to feel like loads of people are rushing around. And, and I think there's nothing wrong with wanting um, 
urgency from your agency, and I don't mean rushing the recruitment process. I mean um, prioritizing yeah, your needs. prioritizing your needs. Now, the best way to prioritize your needs is to give a role exclu- uh, give an agency exclusivity, yeah. because then they are they they know. From our point of view, if I was given a role exclusivity, I would prioritize that vacancy. I feel a, a almost a duty of care to that yeah. company. They've entrusted me yeah. to fill the role. I've got to deliver. Similarly to when I was working in in-house and we were given a role exclusively, um, we had to fill that role. Because yeah. I think that's the biggest thing is that sometimes when you try and explain to businesses, you know, I've got it with four other agencies. Let's be dead honest. And this was explained to us when we were internal, wasn't it? Um, by agencies that we work with. I'm not massively motivated to, to fill your role because I, I, I've got... 10 other businesses I'm working with that we're recruitment partners with. They trust us to do their recruitment. We work with them exclusively. And I've got your role that I'm working with five other agencies. Yeah. It's going to be the fastest finger first, fastest one to get a CV in your inbox wins. And tell me. It's not motivating. I get that. And (laughs) and I'm sure the audience does as well. Tell me about some of those problems that you encounter when you're recruiting for a role where you know there's other people recruiting for the same role. Like, how does that manifest in terms of bumping up against them? Before before we go into that, before we go into that, we all fish. Have I jumped ahead? No, no, but I mean, it's just one thing I wanted to just notice. Okay. Regardless of what agencies tell you, we all fish in the same pool there or thereabouts. Yes, yeah, some agencies might have um, a specific database. database, but in today's market, it's moving so fast that, that databases are largely um, irrelevant, yeah, aren't they? Yeah. You know, candidates are having no, the candidates aren't waiting around on a database, good candidates. So we are all fishing in the same pool. Mm. Yeah, and I think okay. you're heading up. But I think um, so. Those problems then that, that that you might encounter. Yeah, I think the biggest kind of problems that you encounter is it. It becomes a hassle for the organisation, really, because it's happened many times, isn't it? That we're talking to a candidate, an agency gets wind that we're talking to the candidate, but have not submitted him yet because we may have booked them in for an interview the following day, mm. and that CV just gets pinged straight into that inbox of uh, the client. Now. Technically, the person who gets the CV in the inbox first owns the rights to that candidate. And then it can become really messy where your agents are ending up asking the person, who do you want to represent you or all the other kind of bits? And it gets the company involved and it can yeah. get really kind of messy in the end, can't it? I think, it becomes it? a race, doesn't it? Yeah. That's what it creates. It creates a race. And, and it happens multiple times um, with us. And, you know, if, if we find out, you know, Two or three other agencies are working on a position. First of all, now we don't generally accept. We don't no. generally accept yeah. that sort of work because you know it, it just leads to bad practices. But it just creates people firing CVs forward without any form of qualification, yeah. hoping that one lands in the inbox and they get paid because of it. Well, the experience of the candidates is pretty pretty yeah. poor as well. I think like you know they just are seen as a number, a commodity. They just want to be fired forward. They, they, it's funny, isn't it? Sometimes you know the, the you know we get thanked you know, by candidates for taking time to understand what it is that they want and to match the role with the needs and all the other kind of stuff. And that should just be a, a standard practice, yeah, you know, I, it's mad, I, it's mad. I'm laughing because I've been through this <clears throat> yeah. actually relatively recently where um, <clears throat> a recruiter came to me, something Web3 orientated, and we're like, oh, this is, you know, this opportunity. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, I'll have a, I'll have a conversation with them. And like the next day, I got the I got a different recruiter talking to me yeah. about the same position. Yeah. I was like, yeah. wait, I've already had a conversation with them. What's this about? Yeah. Just to set up, where did something go wrong? Did that not get passed on? Yeah. I don't know. It worked out it was a different company. Yeah. yeah. And 
then also there was differences with what they were saying, which yeah. is strange. So yeah, you 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 I suppose <clears throat> yeah. if you only got one person or one company working on that, like you guys have got your script, yeah, and you're not going to deviate from that. Yeah. But if they've got multiple people, then things can get even just innocently lost yeah. Yeah. in the instructions, and then they're, they're they're saying different things to candidates. It sounds like yeah. Although, again, it seems like, well, of course, you've got more people searching, but actually it creates more issues yeah. than it's... Than and, and I think, without. It's, depending, there isn't always parity, you know, depending on, on the fee becomes then a really big thing, you know, people price, to mitig- price for risk, don't they? You know, you might end up paying a higher fee because you've got it out with multiple agencies and sometimes negotiating a better fee when you're all in an exclusive with another company, you know, it's... Um, so there's lots of kind of pitfalls to, to doing it, really. I think um, it goes back to what we're probably saying about doing recruitment well and right. It generally doesn't happen when it's a race to the bottom and the fastest CV into the inbox first. No, yeah. no. And, and I think there's there's a bit of a parity as well about companies that, that brief <coughs> three or four different agencies on a roll probably <coughs> don't spend the time with each individual agency probably not going to invite every single agency in to go and spend half a morning with them and talk them through the job, yeah. which is why you're getting calls from multiple agencies where all the, the role information given to you is slightly different on each chat. You'd be better picking, you know, one, possibly two if you have to, if you're really dead against just, just picking one and, and dedicating a bit more time to making sure they fully understand the role, the remit, what you're looking for. So dedicate more time to one. Don't spread it over three or four because that, that won't be your best, your best outcome. Yeah, of course. And, and also, I suppose it comes down to then choosing the right one. Yeah. Um, yeah. The right one. So you guys yeah. take your logic hat off for a second, but what yeah. types of things should a uh, business be looking for in a recruitment agency to ensure that they you know, they find the right people? You're right. It's, hard, it's hard, I think, because <clears throat> quite a lot of recruitment agencies are very sales-led and they can all talk a really good game about what they can do, what they can deliver, and all the other kind of bits and pieces. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, quite a lot is about your gut instinct about how somebody's going to treat you as a client. I think, you know, once you talk to your consultant, you understand what who they are, what they do, what's the background, what's their experience. Because I think sometimes experience is, is quite important. You know, if you're going to be looking for, you know, a welder or a CNC machinist, it, do you understand anything first and foremost about yeah. what it is that they do? You know, yeah. uh, actually... <clears throat> When you go and talk to somebody about a sales role, do they understand the difference between sales, account management, business development, hunting, you know, all the other kind of bits and pieces like. So you get a bit of a gauge, you know, from that conversation. But then the other other bit I, I probably think is the bit element around, you know, do your due diligence really? Mm-hmm. I suppose now like TripAdvisor, you've got a set of Google reviews, you've got a website that you, you can land on, you know, see what, what they're all about, yeah. you know, as a as an agency you know a good agency has testimonials I suppose on there yeah. and stuff um, and then and then once once you've picked your agency mm-hmm. and, and again well, like we said earlier the reason why some companies use multiple agencies is because they say well I want to keep the agency on their toes I do want to that little bit of competition which is not not the right thing but do keep the agency on your toes by checking out the quality of the advert that they've put out first of all you know yeah. have a quick look on Google where yeah. it is you know, once they're there, you know, ask for a, um, see if they offer um, a catch-up or, or a review after the first week. Yeah. Um, you know, how's test that communication between them? Because a good agency 
right from the off. You know, after three or four days, we'll give you an update on where they are with candidates. They'll mm-hmm. give you some feedback on the candidates that they've approached. They might have sent you selection of kind of profiles to have a look through to see. So, so there's nothing wrong with keeping the agency on the toes. No. Um, but you know, it is. It's 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 a it's a kind of a, it should be a two way process yeah. from from briefing briefing a role. I think like when you're working exclusively, I, I feel loads of pressure. Yeah, you know, I feel more pressure working exclusively than I do <clears throat> on a non-exclusive. And like Lisa says, we don't do a lot of it, but a hundred percent don't. Mm. I might feel it, but I might not. But I'm, I'm not as concerned because we've well, yeah. got another agency working, so they might feel it. Whereas when you're exclusive, the feeling of going to let down that organisation because yeah. I can't deliver them on what they need is a driver to do more searching, do more calls, do more whatever yeah. it is, because ultimately, you know, you've got to have that pride in, pride in what you do, haven't you? Shameless plug, but we are about over 90% fill rate on exclusive assignments. And if we compare that to assignments where we're not exclusive, yeah. um, it is a lot less for, for our fill rate and the vacancy time to fill is, is a lot longer as well. So it's almost like, do I get five, five agencies working a role where they all you know, only be about 25% asked, or do I get one vacancy that's going to be, or give it 100% attention? Yeah. I know which one I prefer. And, and almost that like a, an arm of your business, yeah, really. Because yeah. uh, that's what you want to do. You want to train and almost be an internal recruitment agents, uh, recruitment arm of yeah. your business. Yeah. And it's, it's harder to do that if you've got three or four. And it's a really good point, you know, I'd make, is um, sometimes if your agency's doing a good job, I can often have it where a candidate doesn't distinguish whether you... So, they go to, so are you mm. actually... The company or the agent because really? actually yeah. if you've done your due diligence and your research you understand the business how they operate the culture the, like, yeah you end up talking as if you are that business and then the candidate goes so yeah he, he refers to your company and your did it because he thinks that you're you're part, you're of, that part company. of it yeah, yeah. wow so that, that i mean that's that there <clears throat> is the ultimate seal of approval yeah. i think yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um so okay so just to conclude then less is more in this context yep. as long as it's the right less. So yes. go with an agency that's strong, that's going to get you, that's going to pick around like you guys do. Yeah. Um, again, this isn't a shameless plug, but it doesn't matter who the agency is as long as they mm, do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and, and, and just just one thing as well, this, this fishing in the same pool, because I think there's a perception uh, that there are more people out there still, despite the news, there's more people like looking for, mm-hmm. for jobs and there yep. are jobs, but we know that's not the case. No. Um, and I think people are maybe stuck in like a recession, post-recession, 2008 recession type mindset when yeah. that was the case, I think. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so you don't need to necessarily, you don't need to have three or four people. You just don't really need to have three yeah. or four different agencies working on this stuff then. No. So anything else you want to add? Because I think that's pretty pretty concise, guys. I think yeah. you've given, yeah, no, given the, the no, listeners no, no. Uh, a, a, a strong overview there. So yeah, the, the key takeaway, I think, from this, just to summarise what the lads have said, is you don't need to go out and get multiple different agencies. If you are looking for an agency to do your recruitment for you, though, you know, give give Logic a shout. If nothing else, they'll offer you some more advice and follow on from, from the conversation that we've had here. As always, like, share, subscribe, do all that good stuff if you enjoyed the podcast. If you've got a, a, want to leave us a review, any insight, then please do. And uh, we'll see you next time on Nobody Likes Recruiters. All the best. <laughs>